0: You are listening to Among the Shadows, the podcast that immerses you, the listener, into the mysterious world of the paranormal.
1: back everyone to another episode of Among the Shadows podcast. I'm your host Azrael, and joining me today is a special guest, Daniel Jackson. He is a spirit medium, host of the podcast Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson and author of the book, The New Beginning, My Awakening as a Spirit Medium. Daniel, thank you for being here today.
0: Thanks for having me on. You know, I actually have an archangel with me. I have, so I have archangels as my spirit guides and I, how many do I have? All of them. Okay. There's thousands of them. I get touched by them on my face for for yes and no answers. And then they also just touch me all over my face when they're telling me something. My information's coming in and I'm being touched by that one. Particular one. I have one whose name is uh, Azrael. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, Menino, Azrael, Mazakim, Michael, Paul, Dan, Jacob, Daniel, Laziel, Ezekiel, Richard, John, Nicholas, Ansel, Joshua, Jonas, Jeremiah, Jerome, John. There's a whole list of them. 49 of them. Even in my book, I think I had like at that time when I wrote it, I think I had like 15 or 16. Now it's 49. Wow. You know, it just
1: comes in all the time. How do you know they are an archangel?
0: You feel it. (laughs) But I see them. I see them. Yeah. I see them. They tell me their name. You get a sense. You know. I have seen God five times. And when God's standing in front of you, you know who it is. When I see archangels, they are about maybe three or four feet away from me. Regular spirit are always about six or eight feet away from me. And God's right here, right in front of my face. Doesn't look like what you think. He looks like uh, the Greek god Zeus. Uh, four times he showed me that one. One time he showed me a com- complete, just a round head with two eyes, and a small nose and a mouth, genderless. He's ni- neither he
1: or she. Just is. God just is. Have these feelings changed over the years for you?
0: Yeah, because uh, when I was developing this, I was... Uh, channeling with these group of women. I was, it was all mediums, and I was the uh, the new guy. They, they invited me to come in, and they helped me to develop it. I got a message one day that they told me to sit with one of them and ask him if it was okay, and then to hold, or hold each other's hands, clear our minds out, hold hands, and then a message would come through. At the meeting, because I went to this meeting once a month, sometimes twice a month, at the end of the meeting, I said to this one, her name is Shabana. I said, Chapon they gave me a message. They want me to sit across from you. We were supposed to clear our minds out, and I'm supposed to put my hands out. I'm supposed to hold my hands and see if something comes through. And one of the other women said, are you getting rid of the channel? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just telling you what they told me to do because I was so new to it. I didn't know what all these terms meant. So, so they all gathered around, and then that's what we did. I held—when I cleared out my mind and held out my hands— but when I held out my hand, she grabbed a hold of my hands, and then it looked like she got shocked with what she was she just, mm. So later on, eventually, I, I did that with every one of those women there, and every time, every one of them, same thing. they you know, like they got shocked. And then an, an archangel came through, and also Jesus came through, and then God God came through a couple of times. When God came through, everybody in, in the room, their, their hair was all standing up on end. It was just even off their head. It was pretty cool. And when God comes in the room, you just— you don't ask him the freaking lottery numbers. You don't do that. When this voice came out and said, hello, my son, you know who it is. You
1: just do. Wow. When you see archangels such as St. Michael, is he wearing armor and carrying a sword?
0: No. They are pure energy. They can manipulate themselves to look like a certain way for you so it will not uh, startle you or make you afraid. But they show their true selves to me. When I see them, I see eight-foot pre standing in front of me every single night. And I see them completely surrounding me. Now, I also see Jesus, too. And I used to see him in front of me, but he's no longer there now. Now he's right next to me. And I see him working on me. Because the archangels work on me. they working on my soul. They touch my—I feel little cold touches all over my body. They're working on my soul so that I can communicate with them, see them, hear them, feel them, communicate with them better. They used to do it just at nighttime. Now they do it during the day when I'm walking around. But in the very beginning when they were doing it at nighttime, the very next day, afterwards, I would get violently ill because it's connected to my body. So it was coming out. I would sit in the bathroom coming come out on both ends type of thing. And then three or three, four days later, I would recover from that. Then it would happen again two weeks later. So it happened twice a month. And it went on for like that for three
1: years. When was the first time you had these experiences?
0: I had found out I was a medium seven years ago. It was like right before my 50th birthday, and I'm about to turn 57, so it's almost this time. But that first year, I was kind of like fumbling around. I was trying, trying to find answers, trying to find people who could help me. But during that time, it was, this was happening uh, because as soon as I said yes to saying, okay, I, I will do this, to, I, I had to sit down and talk with God and said, yes, I will do this. I said, this is what you want me to do. I will do whatever you want me to do, but I need help. I I need you to bring me help and uh, help me figure this out, and I'll do whatever you want, and I'll just put myself completely into it. I'll do it 110%. But um, when you say yes to that, you don't realize what you're saying yes to. Now, I I tell people all the time, I work for God. This is what I do. But they, again, like I was saying earlier, you know how people will say to me, I wish I had your ability. They don't want everything that I've gone through to happen to them. And once I even explain some of it just to regular people, and I say, and I tell them, That's only about 10% of what I went through. They go, oh, and I said, do you want it now? No, no, because it's a responsibility. It's a process you're going to go through to purify yourself in order to be able to see, hear, feel, and communicate in order to get clear messages. You must be clear. I'm clear all the time. Not only do they communicate with me, but regular spirit. I never not see them, and they always talk to me all the time. And in order to do that, you know, You have to be clear, and I get stuff every day, all day. So that's why I talk to other people, and they say, oh, I hear something once in a while. Well, I hear something every day, all day. But you have to be that kind of open. I've yet to meet another medium that is. They don't want it.
1: They want the good without the negative part.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they definitely don't want to see all the negative energies, I say. That's for sure.
1: When you see negative energy attached to someone, do you always tell them, or is there a process on how you approach them with that information?
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah. I see two different types of negative energy where when I'm sitting with someone doing a reading, I, I, I hold their hand so I can see what's sitting with them. Uh, and I usually see a lot of spirit animals, and a spirit animal will show me what's going on with this person in their life so I can explain it to the person. But sometimes I see a red haze around that person. Now, that's not per se a particular negative energy like a another being. It's just negative energy that they have going on in their lives because of the people they allow being in their lives or something they are doing in their lives. Very negative as well. They don't want to talk about it, but I point it out to them, and they go, oh, yeah. And I said, "I always tell them, what, were you waiting for me to tell you that Or because you didn't want to tell me that? And every person that sits in front of me, by the end of it, they know I'm real. So I point this out, but sometimes I do see a, an energy with them, and I see a, usually a horrible face of someone who is With them. Sometimes they have attachments, but not everybody does. I mean, they just, you know, they have negativity in their lives. They have negative people, moms and dads, brothers and sisters, you know, everybody who's talking down to them or trying to bring them down or is not being supportive to them in their lives. But the only reason those people are in your life is because you allow it to happen. You can just tell them to go away. And you know, it's like a singer in an audience. The singer is singing something and you don't like it. What do you do? You walk away. Well, walk away from them too. You can do it. You don't have to talk to anybody. I don't talk to my sister.
1: Piece a piece of crap. If someone were to remove the negative people from their lives, would these negative attachments go away?
0: So somewhat. It could, it could remove most of it. But, I mean, if you're going to a job that you hate, you know, if you're going to a job that you have negative people there around you all the time, it's just you can dull it. But can you completely get away from it? You could, but most people just don't, because they have egotistical lives, and they think everything's about making gazillions of dollars, and work, 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 and it's about having six cars and seven houses and ten boats, and, well, I got news for you. When you leave here, you don't take any of it, so why do you have it here? Why do you have the hate?
1: Can activities such as ghost hunting at a graveyard cause a negative attachment? Well, let me ask you a question. You're an adult, right? Yes.
0: Do you like to hang out in graveyards every single day? No. Good. Neither do spirit. So, don't worry about that. Okay. (laughs) Um, They're not really there. Um, People think they are, but a dead body is there. That's not a spirit. You know, that's just a shell. That's all it is. You know, it's a box with a shell in it. It's a rock garden because it has a bunch of rocks around it with people's names on it. But the spirit are not there. They're everywhere, but they're not just staying particularly there. Um, But uh, you can get attachments from going on these haunted walks. Be going to haunted houses, even going to these fake haunted houses that, you know, people are there to put on a show. Spirit is everywhere. You wake up in the morning, you do your daily routine, you should shower and shave, you go to work and do your job. Maybe you don't do your job because you're a lazy piece of crap. You come home, you have some dinner, you watch some TV, you go to sleep, you wake up and do it all over again. And spirit is around you 24-7. They don't take bathroom breaks when you go into the bathroom. They watch everything we do. But they don't really care about it because They don't have to do it anymore. They just don't. But when you have all this negativity going on in your life, you know, you're gossiping at work all day long and you're telling, you know, trying to tell stuff on other people all day long or you're just being a piece of crap to other people. you're, You're putting out negative energy. And these other negative energies are going to be around you because now you are a buffet for negative energy that they feed off of for where they are. They need that. So they could just go find it anywhere because it is everywhere. Because people just walk around being a piece of crap all day long. They can't get the stuff out of their lives because they choose not to. They need to choose differently. And they could. But, you know, that's up to them. It's called free will. You just have to use it. But some people use it too much. They use it too much for themselves and they call it ego.
1: Oh, for sure way too much.
0: Yeah. Stop doing that too.
1: What about demonic possessions?
0: No such thing. No, another soul cannot possess another body. There's no such thing as exorcism. They want you to believe there is. Because why? Because they want you to have fear, and they want you to believe that only they can save you from it. You know, religion. They want to tell you that these are the people who want to tell you how to live your life the way they want you to live and give them 10%. They want you to believe in a lot of this stuff so that they are the ones that you will come to to save you. You've heard of it. You know, you go get saved, you know. You know who you're being saved from? Yourself. You know what you could stop doing? Doing all the stupid crap you're doing. You wouldn't need to be saved by anybody. And they can't save you anyway. They can't send you to heaven, nor can they send you to this earthbound place. There's no such place as hell. There's no such place as purgatory. There may be a man walking around with horns and a tail. Just that's what he looks like. Where he comes from, that doesn't mean there's not horrible energies there doing things. Other other energies, because there are. I see it all the time. But you're there because you are a piece of crap, and this is where you go. You because you just are walking around with hate all the time. Sometimes they just don't walk into the light. They just remain here because they feel as though they can't go there, so they stay here. Just had a guy uh, recently. I was sleeping in my chair, my my computer, and I turned around, put my feet up on the bed, and took a nap. And when I woke up in my dark room, my bedroom, I saw a man standing in front of me, and I said, do you want to cross over? And looked at me. He didn't have enough energy to say anything to me, so he just shook his head now. I said, is there a reason why you're you're here? And he believed, and he imprinted on me the reason why he did not cross over. And what I mean in print it was, he put this thing in me that I was now seeing through his eyes, the action that took place. And the action that took place was, I was standing there, and I see this man run across the street, and then I see my arm come up, which is actually his arm, and a gun come up, and he shot him and killed him. So that's the reason why he did not want to cross over. He felt that because he murdered somebody, he cannot cross over, but that's not the truth. anyone can cross over, you just have to want to. That doesn't mean you won't come back because you're not helping anybody at that point, but you can still cross over anytime you want to. You just have to want to do it. The problem with that is, the thing that he imprinted on me is now my own memory. So it feels like I did it.
1: But I didn't. So what is happening with these spirits because they've chosen not to cross over?
0: Um, Whatever age that you die, you'll remain that age. So if you died at 90 years old and... You don't cross over. You'll remain 90 for what we think is eternity. That eternity is coming to an end soon. But but yeah, you would just stay there 90. Now, you're not in a whole lot of pain, but it is hard for you to move around because you're 90 still. And you're still holding on to your pain, anguish, or grief, guilt, anguish. And you still do experience pain. If another spirit were to walk up to you and smack you in the face, you feel it. People don't know that. Even these ghost hunters, they don't know that. They don't know what they're doing. They are ridiculous. So, yeah. But uh, that's the thing. You're, and you're just there. And it's harder to get away from the negative energies because they are everywhere. So I see a lot of spirit huddled together and stay together in big, large groups so they won't be bothered. You know, safety in numbers type of thing. They still know that because a lot of them were human. But as many people that cross over, there's that many people that don't. But not just people. I see horses, dogs, cats. I see everything. I see deer walking around grazing. Because when they died, before they died, they were grazing. (laughs) You're still doing the same type of things. You're just in a different place. You just don't have a body anymore. But you're still you. And if you were a horrible piece of crap walking around, you'll be a horrible piece of crap there. But in order to survive there, you need energy. There's not a lot of energy there. I see it like these rivers, these bands of energy, blue energy that go through it and um, because that's what the color energy is. And they walk up through those bands of, of energy and they cock their head back and go into like a dream state and they collect the energy and then they come out of it and they're okay. But if they don't do that, it's like walking around when you're nauseous. You're you're just nauseated and you're like sick feeling. You need energy. The negative energies need negative energy in order to continue there. So they have to collect it from somewhere, and they can sometimes get it from the people that are there or whatever else is there. Because if you chose to be there, you have some negative energy going through you. Not all of them are horrible. A lot of them don't know that they've passed away. I hear them all the time. Am I dead? Yes, you are. <laughs> I mean, they sort of know it because they still feel the same because you are. You're just different. That's all. But, uh, yeah, it's not the best place to be, but, you know. So leave. But a lot of time, they just don't want to. I had some come through to me one time and tell me they don't leave because there's no rules. They can do whatever they want. They want to come through here and throw something across the room. You know what we call it here. We call it a prank. They're doing the same thing. And they think it's funny too. But you can't see what's doing it. And it just scares people. And then because it scares someone, that's causing negative energy. And then they collect it for themselves. They do it on purpose. They don't want you to spin your head around and spit out pea soup. And they don't want you to kill yourself. They want you to be depressed so that they can collect that energy from you.
1: I've definitely never heard that before.
0: No one else is going to tell you that because they don't know. That's why.
1: They just don't. Do you encounter that many negative spirits that are wanting to cross over?
0: No. (laughs) The negative ones don't like to cross over. The negative ones want to be around me because they see my energy uh, and then want to try to collect some from me and then... I always tell them to go away if you don't. I will have my friends here because they can see archangels around me. And um, and I tell them, I said, I have my friends here. We'll, we'll mojo your ass out of here. And then they, they won't go away. And I go, yeah, I know you won't go away because you're negative. This is what you want to do. So I'm, hey, will you guys get rid of this thing for me? And then I see these globs of light come out of nowhere and just crash on top of them. And they go, again." Ah. I tell them, I told you, I gave you the opportunity to go away, but you wouldn't do it. And now you're in pain. That's your fault, not mine. Don't care. Then they go away. But you know what happens after that? Another one comes in. <laughs> These are everywhere. This doesn't stop. But I see a lot. I see energy negative energies all the time. I just talked to a medium uh, a couple weeks ago and she says, I don't ever see that. So I see more than them because of this thing that being this portal. But what that portal is is when you wake up out of your body, you stand up out of your body and you look down and go, I don't need that anymore. You take a left, step to the left, you look to the right, and the light turns off. you and that's your personal light. Everyone gets a personal light. And you either walk in, and it turns off, or you don't, and it turns off. You know, if you take a second guess and go, I don't know, it turns off, and then you're here. Uh, now, there's always another light that shines all the time. And this, is, this is the actual light into heaven so that all spirit can see it. They can see it. They can feel it. They can sense it. They know where it's at. They see it off in the distance where it's right in front of them, however close they are or far away they are. But there is no really close and far away because there's no space and time. So they just see it. So they just go towards it. But uh, not only can they see it, but they can hear it. Now, with people talking around everywhere, us, regular people, uh, not me, but regular people talking, they can hear that and they can tune it out because after, you know, 7.5 billion people talking, it gets to be like static after a while. Like when we were kids watching TV and it used to turn off at 3 o'clock in the morning, you got that static wall. That's what it sounds like to them, so many people. So they can tune it out. But with this one energy that is a soul, that is in a body, just is here forever. The body that it's in, when it terminates, another one is automatically born. It's plant every single time. It it, it skips a generation and goes into the next one. But they can hear the voice of that soul that's in that body at that time. They can hear it and then also see that light. It's me. So when anybody says an old soul, I'm the oldest. Been here since the beginning of time. This is the last time, no the last time? Yep, last time. Last page of my book says, uh doesn't say the end, it says 2332. That's the end. And when that end comes, then also the earthbound side of this lower energy place, anything that was in earth will have one more chance to cross over. God will go to them and say, you have one chance to go over now. Do you want to go over? And whoever goes over, great. The other ones who don't, their soul will actually die. Other mediums won't tell you that either because they just don't know. They're not meant to know.
1: Wow, that's very interesting. What about listening to heavy metal or quote-unquote satanic music?
0: Yeah, you know what the thing is about satanic music or satanic people? They are living a lie because there there is nothing satanic. There are negative energies. There is a Lucifer. He's an archangel, but is there a one guy who's in charge of all the negative energies? no, that's a lie. They want you to believe in that. And there are energies who are going to tell you the same thing because this is what you have learned. So they're going to play off of everything that you have learned. Uh, but no, there's there's no satanic. The religion came up with that because in order to be able to punish you, they have to be able to put you someplace, the fake place that they invented to, to keep you in fear that only they are, are going to be able to save you. So the people who are living, oh, I I live for the devil in 666, it's a lie. They're living a lie because there's no such thing as a devil. There's no such thing as Satan. There's no such thing as hell. There's no such place as purgatory. None of it. You either are in this lower energy place. Now, I'm not saying there's nothing bad there because there are some very, very bad people, very, very bad energies, very, very bad other beings there. If you stay there, That's your choice. It isn't the greatest place in the world. Now they had me. My guides had me meditate and go into the deeper dark end of that, and I saw some things there that look like monsters. They do. Now, are they monsters? Well, no, because not necessarily because they just that's what they look like where they come from. Uh, But they are still horrible energies, and they didn't like me. They were calling me by my name and. And then because the way that we all communicate when we're spirits is what we call telepathy. But it has nothing to do with your brain. Your brain only makes the little parts work. Nothing to do with your brain. Everything is your soul. So they were communicating with me and talking to me. And I was just, I was talking to them just like this. In meditation, I can talk to a spirit just like this. I don't have to go and think it or none of that. Oh, crap. That's stupid. But uh, yeah, I was talking to them and they, what do you want? What are you doing here? Um, I'm here to cross spirit over. We don't want you here. You need to get the hell out. I was like, I'm not getting out. And they said that to me, get the hell out. <laughs> because everything they tell me, anything any spirit tells me, I hear it is English. So it comes translated in. So uh, And they're around us. They hear us talk all the time. They hear us say the words hell and purgatory and Satan and all that stuff. So And anytime you think that, they can manipulate themselves because they aren't pure energy to look like that. And scare the crap out of you. It all comes to a point. You know, it's it's all about you creating negative energy so they can go on living where they are and feel okay. So, yeah, and and I said, well, uh, I'm not leaving, and you can't make me leave, and you know you can't make me leave. Uh, I work for God. Oh, we don't want to talk about him. They know who he is. They don't like him. They have some resentment against him, but when you cross over, there's a possibility you might have to come back. We just call it reincarnation, but the reason you're coming back is because you haven't fulfilled your soul's purpose. And the purpose is we're here to help each other just for the sake of helping, not because you can, but because you should. And if you're not doing that, you just keep coming back over and over and over again. I mean, Hitler. Hitler went home. He has to come back. He's just going to come into another body. You can't judge him for what he's going to be the next time, because we all come back so many times. We're all different every single time. We're the same soul in a different body, learning different lessons, but fulfilling the same purpose if you're not doing that, but you could come back as a horrible person one time and a great person the next time because you chose to be whichever you wanted to be. But you keep coming back because you're just not fulfilling the purpose. That's all. We do it throughout our lives. We just don't do it enough as God would like us to do it. He wants us to learn, and he wants us to help each other, to love each other, to take care of each other, and we just don't do a good job of that. So he keeps bringing us back until we do. It's that simple.
1: When a spirit is sent back into another body, are they aware of their past life?
0: Um. Well, you can do past life regression and figure some of that stuff out, or you may have something called, that we call a deja vu that's actually a memory. You, you've you held that space before, but some people do bring some of it back because it does come through with your soul, um, but not everything. I mean, you you definitely get some of it, but you don't know everything about being back in heaven. You, you don't know everything about being back at home, because if you did, you wouldn't want to be here. And it would, it would totally mess you up. You wouldn't be able to function and do what you're supposed to be doing here, which is living the human experience and learning lessons and fulfilling purpose. But everything is a lesson. You, you have a towel here. If I pick it up and I put it down, that's a lesson. If I pick it up and drop it, well, how do I learn that? Well, the next time I'll grip it a little bit tighter. And hopefully I learned it quickly. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I just kept dropping it all the time. If there's a a nail in the floor in a doorway and you trip over the nail, you learn it by go getting a hammer and banging it back in, but not everybody does. People trip throughout their lives many, many times before they learn a lesson. I used to work around those people in prison. Those people did not figure out that they were not good criminals. That's all. They couldn't figure it out. They just kept doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different outcome, but that won't happen. I, I, a lady, a woman who came to me one time and said, yeah, I, I met a man and, and he was great. And then he turned out to be a piece of crap. And then the next one, same thing. And the next one, same thing. I said, what did they have in common? And she just looked at me and she's like, how'd you know they have something in common? I said, "Could you're talking to the freaking medium. I said, What's, what did they have in common? She said, they all had brown hair and blue eyes. I said, go out with a blonde. It's that freaking simple and people just can't figure it out. They can't. They don't want to. Because everyone comes to me from an answer from God. I get the answer. But the problem is, it, they don't like the answer because they don't like the truth. It doesn't fit into their life. So change that. I can't change it for them. I just give them the answer. Hopefully they do that for
1: themselves. You said you were at a prison?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was in prison. I worked in medical. I have my own office. And you go outside my office and it's just a hallway. And across from the hallway, which is six feet away, are pods. I worked in... um in parole. So, and there was all these rooms. There was four rooms here, and then four rooms on, on the other side of the building. you just go around the hallway, and then the other side. And then two more rooms in the other section. That's where the girls were, women. Uh, but these are all filled up, and they had one room that was completely just uh, rapists and pedophiles, and then stuff like that. So, yeah. And then I'd go down the medical, or I'd go out in the hallway. They'd be standing in the hallway, or I was around them all the time. But you know what they are? People. But you never know what's under going through anyone's mind at any one time. I was sitting in a uh, in medical and a guy came in he was leaving and this guy was uh he was about six foot four six five and about 300 pounds he was huge and uh and he was just a little bit slow okay but um every time i talked to him he was nice and and i said you leave and he said yeah i'm getting ready to go mr dan because he was in his regular clothes i said uh what are you going to do when you get out of here he said ah, probably just hang out with my friends maybe play some video games i said are you going to get something to eat? Cause I know the food here sucks. She said, yeah, I think I might go to Arby's and get some sandwiches and just, just try to chill for a while. I said, Oh, good, man. I said, uh, I said, uh, and then, then the guard came up and he said, uh, it's time to go. And he said, I got to go, Mr. Dan, see ya. And I said, I said, as I tell everybody, like I say at the end of my show, be good and don't do any stupid shit. And he said, okay, I won't. And he got up and left and they walked down the hallway, he got about 10 steps down the hallway. And he turned around and said something to the guard. The guard jumped on top of him and he called the code and they started, they all come running down. And he's spraying them with that this stuff called capstone. It looks like chocolate when it hits the floor. So when it hits you, everything just comes running out of you. And I saw a guy, get sprayed one time, and that guy shit himself, and the guard got so sick, he threw up on the guy. Um, that's how bad this stuff is. And, uh, and then they, they tied him and brought him back down receiving. And we had to close our doors because that stuff permeates the rooms and we're all choking. And then I went down there later. I said, what happened with him? And he said, as he got up from you, he came down the hallway with me, he turned around and looked at me and said, I'm going to kill myself, and I'm taking you with me. Ten seconds before that, he was sitting in front of me. I don't know what set him off, but you never know what's going through anybody's mind. So, And that's everybody. You never know what's going through anyone's mind. They could look at you and look all happy with a smile on their face, and they could be screaming on the inside just trying to get out of their body. And you just don't know it. But you better be careful out in the
1: world. Everyone. You are absolutely right. You, you really never know. Um, what about aliens? What do you think archangels
0: are? That's what they are. They are beings of a higher consciousness that no longer need a body. But when I say I I see prey manuses standing in front of me, (laughs) not good. I see other beings all the time. I see other beings that have passed away in front of me. I saw like eight months ago, I saw these beings standing in front of me. The only thing I can equate them to is like a Bigfoot or like a a Wookiee. And they they were all talking, but I could hear what they were saying. And I asked them if they wanted to cross over. And they said, no, we're fine. We're just, we're doing okay. Hanging out talking to each other. But uh, I don't. you don't see their lips move when I just hear it. It just comes through. I saw some beings, some very negative ones. Again, there's no place as hell, but there is that deep, dark place. So I saw these beings come up. They look like, if you've ever seen a, a movie, a murder movie, where they, somebody gets killed, they do an outline of somebody on the ground. Well, these beings look like an outline person. So it's just an outline. And then I saw squiggly lines inside of them, and they were going from white to yellow to red. And then their outline, white line, was going to red. Uh, so I knew they were negative, and I knew they were negative even more because I saw them walking up to people other, and other beings and grabbing them and beating the crap out of them, kicking them, choking them. And I see people going, and being choked. They still feel it. And then these things were beating them up and then dragging them somewhere. And then one of the, the biggest one came over me. He was about eight feet tall, walked up to me, and I said, you can't get anything from me because he sees my light because all I look like is light. They see a shape like them. They can't see my face, but I just look like a ball of light. And they, he thought he would get some energy from me or something. And I said, you can't get anything from me. You're not going to be able to get anything from me. You're not going to influence me. You're not going to do anything. You can't even touch me. So go away. Because if you don't, my friends here are going to mojo your ass out. And he looked around me. And then his buddies come over and he said, we can't get anything here. Let's go. He, got, he was smart. Very intelligent. They are they'd been where they'd been forever. So um, yeah, he walked away and they went back to beating all the others up and dragging them out somewhere. People don't want to see that.
1: They just don't know.
0: Yeah. And you and you can't do anything about it. And, and those ones that were getting beat up, sorry, but I just don't feel sorry for them. They chose to be where they are. They chose to stay where they are. They don't have to. They can cross over. When you wake up out of your body, you get all your perfect memories. Plus, you get all the perfect memories of all your other lifetimes here. Let me, let me ask how many times you've been here. 27, so you're on life number 27. So you're going to perfect memories of your lifetime plus the other 26 lifetimes you've been here. And then you see that light. You may not want to walk in because there's you're going to know there's a possibility you might have to come back again. Because no one goes to heaven right away. They go to a holding place and they go over well, your life. It's not judgment, just a review. But there is a time where they're going to say, well, you got to go back, you know. You, uh, you didn't get it right this time. We want you to go back again. Uh, so you do. So, But you're okay with it because at that point, you're a bright white, white, white loving soul again because you walked into that light. You've let go of all your pain anger, sorrow, grief, good anguish and all that stuff. It's gone. You're just love. You're just love and, and, and positivity. And you want to do good things. So sure, you'll go back and do it all over again. Why not? They don't want to have to make that choice. They would just rather continue being in spirit some of them are just okay with being there. They make friends. They hang out and talk to each other, or make out with each other, or have sex with each other. They do all that, stuff. and they don't. They don't have any rules here. They can do whatever they want. So, yeah, why not? But um, no, thanks. So uh, yeah, they, so they just will hang out here and just remain. They just are. They just be where they are. But again, when you remain here, you still have your pain anchors, or if you feel like, I mean, I have them come up to me. I'm Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson did not cross over. He's still concerned about his murder, and he was murdered, but he also did some horrible things. He, he's there because he did horrible things. Absolutely. Yeah, but he's still walking around in misery. He, he. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't moonwalking no more because there's no moon to walk on. However, they are. It's total darkness there. Total darkness. The only light that is there is from the beings that are walking around. That's it. But you have really good vision. You can see everything. So
1: you refer to them as uh, low energy beings.
0: Yeah, and they're just—it's a low energy place, just like in heaven, and just like there, and just like here. Everyone is equal, even though we choose not to be equal. Someone chooses to be an elitist, or someone you know made some really poor decisions. But we are all equal. We're all all human. No one's different. There's, we may have a different skin tone or something like that, but we're all human. We're all equal. We all, we are all a soul. You don't have a soul. You are a soul. What you have is this meat suit that you're in that in in order to walk around here. So we are all equal. Well, there, they're all equal too. There are just some that are just more horrible than others. And there are others who aren't, but they just chose not to go in because maybe they just don't want to come back again. Or like that guy thought he couldn't go in because maybe someone told him, oh, you murdered somebody, you're a piece of crap, you're going to go to hell, you're going to go to purgatory. Well, no, but it's not great there, but you're staying there because you don't want to go into the life because you don't want to have to do it all over again. You've been here 27 times. Do you want to go back and do it all over again? No. No. So when you're out there, you're you're fulfilling your purpose. You're out there helping as many people as you can for the right reasons. You're, you're helping. Helping is you to help them doing something they cannot do or helping them to figure out how to do it for themselves. That's all it is. And if you're out there doing that, great. But if you're not because you hate the world and you're an egotistical piece of crap and... You hate everybody, you're coming back again. I can guarantee it. I don't make the rules. I just explain them. That's what happens.
1: Do people get signs, or are they ever somehow directed to seek out someone like yourself to let them know what's going on so they can change their life?
0: Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I just did a reading for somebody yesterday. She heard me on a podcast, a podcast that I did over two years ago. <laughs> she, a friend of hers uh, that she used to date heard me on a podcast, and because he knows what's going on with her, she has medium abilities as well and wants to move forward with them, but she has a different type of medium ability, more closer to mine. So he, And he said, hey, you need to listen to this guy. This is the guy you're looking for. She listened to the podcast, and she said, yep, yeah, that's the guy. And when she came to me, I said, the the reason you came to me is because your soul was driving you to come to me because I am the guy. I will tell you how to do what you need to do, but I will also tell you everything that happened to me and for me so that you will know that it could possibly happen to you as well. And you have to think about that in order to make that decision to move, move forward or not. So, and a lot of that stuff's in the book, but I, I told her about this incident with the guy imprinting that thing on me. Well, these beings coming up to me, I tell them everything because they need to know that stuff because it could possibly happen to them and you have to learn to accept that. And if you can't, then don't and don't do this. They do come up. They do. A lot A lot of people I do readings for, they just, they I'll be at the at the place and they just, I feel drawn to you. I feel like I should come up to you. Good, because that's your soul telling you you need to, because I will give you the truth. I always tell them, you may not get the reading you want, but you will get the reading that you need. I always, I always started off with saying, I can only tell the truth one way. I can't tell 50 ways until one way you choose. So meaning if you ask me a question, I get you the answer. That is the answer. If you try to ask the question in a different way because you don't like the answer, that's shit. Because that's the answer. It's just the fact that you don't like the answer. But that's because you don't like the truth. Let's move on. I'm very blunt. I'm very forward. I don't hold anything back. If I see a negative energy around somebody, I do tell them. You have an energy or, like we said, you know, just energy around and it's negative, and then I tell them why. And Usually when I tell them why, they go, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I go, yeah.
1: Because they already knew it was there.
0: Yeah, they know it. I even had a girl sit in front of me this last time at this event that I did, and she just sat in front of me. And as soon as she sat in front of me, I said, okay, let me hold your hand because that's what I do, and I want to see what's around you. And I held her hand, and as soon as I held her hand, I got alerted. So I said, hold on, I have to ask them some questions. And I turned my head to the side, I said, she got this? Yeah. what else she got? And then told me everything she got. And I said, okay. I looked her in her face, and I said, so are you waiting for me to tell you that you're a medium, or you just wanted, you didn't want to tell me yet? And she just said, I was hoping that you would. I knew that you would, but I didn't want to say anything. I said, right. Now what do you want to do with it? And then she started asking me questions, and I gave her the answers. And then I told her how to do what she needed to do. And that reading ran, ran a little bit long. It was usually I do these readings at these shows for like twenty minutes, and that one went like thirty, thirty, forty minutes. But there was no one. It was kind of a slow day. But I was, I was still the busiest table there. So
1: you do those all over?
0: Um, I do them right now in Tucson, Arizona, uh, which is about seventy miles away from me. There was a guy at the show. He does readings. He also says he talks to angels. He doesn't. Um, but he wants people to believe that. He also wants people to admire him. Uh, and he also believes that, that producers should be looking for him so he can have his own TV show. Uh, he's an egotistical piece of crap. And that's why, you know, I had 18 people and he had like four. Because that's what he is. I don't do that. I'm not doing this to be famous. I would like to be famous in a way because people know me for helping people. Great. But do I need gazillions of dollars? No, but if I had gazillions of dollars, I would probably give about half of it away, probably more than that, because I don't need all that, and I want to help as many people as I can. So, But um, no, I do this to help people. I do this because this is what God wants me to do to help people. I'm doing exactly what he wants me to do. I always do exactly what he wants to do, and I always do exactly what the archangels tell me to do. Even per se in the morning when I get up, when I'm talking about being clear and doing what they want me to do, literally, I wake up in the morning, and now I have it to a point where I can just think it, and then they tell me it. But I would go over to my medications because I'm diabetic, and I would pick one up and look at it and go, just look at it. And they would tell me, "This this is yes, across my face, this is no, there's a tear running down my face. I look at it and I go, no. I go, okay, put it down. Pick up the next one. No, put it down. Next one. Yes, take that pill. <laughs> that's how I run my life. Everything. Drive down the street, riding on my motorcycle. Take a right-hand turn. No. Well, you want me to take the next one? Yes. So that's what I do. What's going to happen at the other one? I don't care because it's they're they're trying to look out for my for my well-being. I'm going on a ride on. A motorcycle ride, I told them, which I had two motorcycles, and um, then I had that trike thing too. I tell them, should I take the black bike? No. And they're touching me right now and telling me no. Should I take the blue one? Yes. And they're touching me right now, yes, and saying yes. They're always touching me, always alerting me, always telling me something. In the very beginning, it was like 5% of the time. And then it progressively got more. Now it's 90% of the time. So they're always telling me something. Sometimes my wife has to walk up to me and she sees me and she comes up and shakes me. Are you okay? Yeah. What? What do you want? She's like, is everything okay? I'm having a conversation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're always talking to me. So they're telling me things. So, yes. But this is who I am.
1: So you never go against what they're telling you?
0: No. Absolutely not one thing do I go against. Because I need to be where I need to be in order for things to happen, in order for me to be at these places to do readings for people. And in order for that to happen, I have to live my life a certain way, the way that they want me to. So I do. has nothing to do with religion, has everything to do with God, and everything to do with archangels, but nothing was religion and Bible. It's not the Bible. I call it the Babel because that's what it is. But, um, yes, everything they instruct me to do, I do it. Sometimes I will want to go out and ride my motorcycle, and I get, no, so I don't. They, I, there's things that I want to go to, and I say, no, don't go. I don't. I do everything that they tell me to do. I follow everything. And everybody in this world could do the same thing, but they're ego-driven, so they don't. And then that's why they get into the shit they get into every single day, because they don't listen, they don't trust, and they don't follow through. And this is my job in order to teach them to listen and trust and follow through and show them where they can get the answers from. When you wake up in the morning and you have an idea to go do something, that was spiritually done. That is your spirit guides talking to your soul, controlling your body to turn around and go, okay, we need to go this way, and you go that way. You just think it's a thought and go, oh, okay, and you go that way. No, it's split second. It's a spiritually done. But a lot of people talk themselves out of those things all the time. When you're, when you're driving down the street in a car, I'm sure you've heard me say this, and see a car in front of you, and you oh, I'm going to pass that car, and you get a gut feeling that's your soul telling you. They call it intuition, but it's your soul. And, and your soul says, don't pass the car. Well, then don't pass the car, but people do. Because how do you know they, they don't listen because you're in the hospital later talking to your friend who got into a car accident who tells you, hey, I saw the car in front of me, and I just knew. And they said that, that was their soul talking to them, and they disregarded it. Why? Because the world taught them not to do that. but to, taught them to do that. They told them, "I ah, don't pay attention to that. Just, just do it anyway. You're, you can do it, you know, uh, because they don't want you to have any trust and faith within yourself. So they teach you to do that, and people follow through with that instead. And then they get in car accidents, and they break their legs, and uh, all kinds of crazy crap, because they don't listen. They need to start listening, because we all live on the same planet. No one's going anywhere anytime soon. We better start to get along with each other before we annihilate each other. And that's where we're going. That's why this place is going to come to an end at 2332. That's the end. But it's also the new beginning. Because the new beginning is not about me. It's about everyone else starting in a new place.
1: A physical new place?
0: Yes, in a physical new place called New Earth. The end here is the new beginning there. Spirit told me to follow the book, The New Beginning. That's it. They told me 2332. I'm not a mathematician, but I'm going to tell you a mathematician thing here. 2332, you take 23, you add it together. 2 plus 3 makes 5. You take the 32 and you add it together. 3 plus 2 equals 5. You take 5 and 5, add it together, you get 10. You turn the 10 around, what do you get? Zero one. 1. A beginning. So the end here is the beginning somewhere else. Wow. I'm not a mathematician. You've got to be a mathematician to figure that out.
1: Yeah, you do.
0: It's not me. They just told me that. So they said, put this in your book and this is what it's going to be called. It was after that is when they told me why. And I was like... That's some crazy stuff. For sure. But it is what it is because they don't make mistakes. We don't make mistakes either. We're just not figuring out what works for us. It's about figuring out what works for us and what doesn't. No right and wrong, no epic failures, no mistakes. Don't let anybody tell you you're making a mistake. You're not. You're just figuring out what doesn't work for you and trying to figure out what does. That's all. It's two decisions for everything.
1: Does everyone have a spirit guide?
0: Yes, everyone has absolutely two. You have a male who's with you, help you with more masculine decisions, and a female with more nurturing decisions. But we have thousands of decisions that go through our minds every single day. We just don't act on them all. It's the ones we act on that they're really trying to push us to do. The ones that are going to be important, the ones that are going to define your day. Don't let that horoscope in a newspaper define your day. Define your day by the decisions that you make because horoscopes are not real. I mean, you've been here 27 times, meaning you've had a total of 27 signs. So which one are you? None of them. Because your body's born. Your soul was not born. And your soul chooses the body it's coming into and when it's coming. If you knew exactly what your soul was doing, you would know that it could pick a certain day, could pick a certain body, when to come in. So... Being born under stars is bullshit because stars have nothing to do with your life. And anyone who wants to tell you that is lying to you. The original calendar was five months long. Then it became nine months, then it became 10 months, and then it became 12 months because the they changed with the with the uh, seasons, okay? They added stuff into it because those seasons lasted just only five months, but they added stuff to it. So when they had five months, they had five signs. And then they added four more, and then they added one more, then they added two more. So again, what does it It's created. Here's what astrology is. People standing around looking up at the stars going, let's play connected dots. That makes a fish. We'll put that on this part in time of the month. And it's got something to do with your life. If you were born on Pluto and you were facing the opposite way, you would see different stars you wouldn't see the same ones. So what do they have to do with you? Nothing. Love those astrology people. They don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. But they want you to believe in these stars and it has something to do with you. And I know people who actually won't go out with someone because they are a Sagittarius, you know. They're not right for me because I'm a, you know, piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they could be whatever they want and still be a piece of crap because they choose to be. So why would you let a sign get in the way of that?
1: Absolutely. Is it the negative behavior of people that block out what their spirit guides are telling them?
0: Your ego does. Yeah. Yeah, it's your ego that blocks it out. You just deciding not to listen to what they tell you to do, and you are now living the alternative life. When you do that, you'll just keep coming back over and over again. You could get out of that alternative life if you turned around and started listening, but... uh that's, it's just a choice. It's a choice. And I've made this analogy a million times. If you and I were best buddies and I found out you're an alcoholic, I'd, I'd say I'll take you to classes, keep you away from drugs and alcohol, keep you away from all the bars and all that stuff. Although who doesn't like a good strip club? I get that. But uh, I, I, I keep you away from it. But until you choose to stop drinking, no matter what I say or do, it's going to make a difference. So everything you do in your life is your choice to do. And now some people cannot make those choices because they're just physically unable. But there are those there are many more of us who can, and they still do dumb stuff all day long because they choose to do it. You know how I know? Look on TikTok. Dumb stuff all day long because they want their fifteen minutes of fame. No. Is it helping anybody? No. Go out and help people, go out and do some good in this world, but yeah, we just we don't listen. And our spirit guides are constantly trying to tell us stuff, and they're constantly looking at us and rolling their eyes. And spirit guides are just people who have crossed over, who have fulfilled their purpose, and want to come back and do good things. So they are assigned to someone. As you come into this world, you wake up in a baby body, going, "What?" And your mom and dad's going, "Oh, your mom and dad." And you're going, "Oh, who the hell you are!" But okay. And then they raise you and teach you all the ways of the world. Your spirit guides are with you all the way through until you pass away. You'll see them standing around you when you pass away, and you go, come on, time to go this way. And you go, hmm, I don't know if I want to go in there. You stay here, or you go, yeah, I'll go with you, and boom, you're in. Yeah, but yeah, they're always with us. They're always trying to help us. We just don't always listen. And sometimes we listen, but we, we second-guess or we talk ourselves out of things all the time, very indecisive. Keep doing that. Keep
1: seeing what happens. When these spirit guides cross over, the person they were assigned to is their job, completed?
0: It can be. They they can choose to do another person if they want to after that. But uh, does anyone have angels with them or archangels with them? No. (laughs) You just don't. You don't need an angel to go get a freaking coffee. I had a lady sitting in front of me this last time and she said, so what do the archangels have for me, Daniel? And I said, what are you talking about? She said, well, I talk to them every day. I said, do they talk back to you? well, no, I was hoping I could come to you and you could tell me what they're saying. I said, they're not saying anything. And she said, why wouldn't they be? I said, because you don't live a life that you need archangels. That's why. You're not doing a specific task that God wants you to do to help masses of people. So you don't need archangels. That's where I lost her. At that point, she just got disappointed. And then anything else I tried to tell her, she didn't want to listen to it because she believed that only archangels are going to help her through her life. No, she doesn't need them. She needs to listen to her spirit guides, and I told her that. She says, but I talk to them. I said, you can talk to them all you want. They are not guiding you. It's your spirit guides. She said, well, some things do happen. I said, yes, that's because you're you're doing things, but you may be saying that, but this is who's responding back. It's spirit guides who are talking back. They're just, you know, humoring you. Because they want you to still do what they want you to do, what you're supposed to do. She was sad, but that's too bad. It's the truth. I I have archangels with me because I cross spirit over, because I'm the light, because I'm a, a portal for spirit, because I am trying to reach masses of people and give them a message and tell them what to do. And I'm not just of waking up and going, i got to get a coffee. Hey, archangel, make sure I don't spill this. No. And she just couldn't get that. So I said, have a great day. <laughs> That's it. That's, you know, I gave her answers what she could do to help in her life, but she just, I could see it. I could see her, the the wheels turned. She just didn't want anything to do with it because she thought she was going to get a secret special message from our archangels. No, you have them with you for a reason. And you're working for God. You're doing that not just walking around talking to your mom who was sitting next to her. And her mom kept saying, I told you, I told you. (laughs) Her mom knew, but she just, she thought she was just that kind of special. She was not. And it's not that she's any less than me or any one person is any more special than someone else. I was just chosen for this and she's just not, you know. Not everybody is chosen for this, you know. This is more on the lines of Jesus' work. So, and is everybody meant to do that? No. But they are meant to listen to their spirit guides and meant to help as many people as they can. But I'm the one who's helped trying to get everyone to do that, where they can just listen to their spirit guides to help themselves, to help a couple people here and there. But they don't want to do it. Too much responsibility. And I tried to explain that to that lady. She's like, oh, I don't want all that. I said, right, that's why you don't have archangels with you. Have a great day. She just would not get it. Because the world wants you to think that you have angels with you. My grandma, she died. She's now my my guardian angel. No, she's not. She may be watching over you. She may be a spirit guide for you. Sometimes they do that. But is she an angel? No, that takes a very long time to do. That's a, a whole different commitment to do. You give up all the interaction that all spirit are having with each other. You give up the kissing and having sex and, and doing everything else that they're allowed to do there because you can do all kinds of stuff. Because they show me heaven and I see what's going on there. You give up all that stuff to just serve. I give up a lot of my life to just serve. And you know, when I tried to tell her all this stuff she just, oh, said, yeah, so if you're not doing that they're not, they're not talking to you, but I'm telling you, they're not talking to you. Okay.
1: She was just seeing regular spirits?
0: Yeah, just yeah, just regular spirit. <laughs> uh, she wasn't even seeing them. She would feel something like guided to do something, and she did it, and then everything worked out. But she thought it was an angel that was doing it just because she decided to talk to them. Well, people decide they want to talk to God every day, but, you know, but they only do it for moments of despair, you know. They, they only, because their team wants to win the football game, so the priest is in there praying for them to win, but the other priest is in the other locker room playing for them to win too, but only one team wins. Well, how come? Because we make rules. That's why, because only one team is allowed to win. So did the other one not have their prayers answered? No, because prayer is not for asking for one you're supposed to have. Prayer is asking, it's, it's for giving thanks for what you do have. That's what it's for. It's not asking for, oh, I need to win a million dollars, God, so I can pay all my bills. No, you need to live a, a simpler lifestyle so you don't have any so many fucking bills. And when, you, when you figure that out, then you'll be okay, but you want to walk around, you know, egotistical piece of crap, you know. And a little, winning the lottery is, is, is not about just doing that. Winning the lottery, the point of winning the lottery is what you do with it, and what you do with it, hopefully, is you, you can spend some on yourself, but it's about helping others to do what they cannot do. It has nothing to do with money. just generally just doing that. So you don't have to win the lottery to just do that. You can just do that. I just do that. I don't always get paid for what I do. I just, I'll be out in the parking lot somewhere and get a message about someone or somebody asks me a question because it says Spirit Medium Daniel in the back of my truck. And I just hold her hand and start giving them answers. I do that. I do that for the reason of just because. Why not? Because I'm able to do it, so why not do it? No, I do go to these events and get paid there, but it's not a lot. I do a reading for somebody. It's 40 bucks. 20 minutes, 40 bucks. That's it, you know? Whether I got 10 people or the last time I got 18 people. I actually did 23 readings because there were people who worked there that I just, hey, can I get a reading with you? Sure, I'll just, how much do I owe Eh, nothing, don't worry about it. Let's just do it. So that's what I do. That's help. I don't do this for money. I do this because I'm just trying to help people, but yeah.
1: Because you were chosen.
0: Yeah, because I was chosen to help people a long time ago. And I do this every lifetime that I come here. I mean, you've been here 27 times. I've been here over 23,000 times. So, well, more like 23 million times. So, yeah, so I just keep coming back, (laughs) except this is the last one, going home.
1: Daniel, if you could tell the listeners one thing to change about themselves, what would that be?
0: Stop judging people. You know, when you see somebody, you're about to walk out of Walmart and they're walking in and you're looking at them and you're going, I don't like their shoes or I don't like what they got on. Before you judge them, think about what you have been going on in your life. Think about all the crap that you have going on in your life. You know, do a self-inventory of yourself and then look at them and go, you know what? Maybe they're going through something, too, because everyone's going through something. And then you look at them and say, hmm, and then you bite your tongue and you walk away. You let it go because you don't have the right to do it. Just because you think, oh, I make this certain amount of money and prestigious job or something. Everyone worships me. No. No. And you let it go and you walk away. That's what you do. Or maybe you tell them, as I do, when I'm walking in a store and someone's coming past me, I just look at them and go, hello. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm, do, I'm Thanks. You have a great day. Thanks. You too. Because when you see people coming at you through that store, through that door, or anywhere throughout the store, because I say hello, hello to a lot of people, they look at you like this and they go, mm-hmm. they're thinking, how can I get past this person without making any contact? They spend so much energy just trying to get away from everyone else. But we're not meant to be away from everyone else. If we were meant to be away from everyone else, there wouldn't be anyone else. There would only be one of us, but there isn't. So there 7.5 billion of us. We're meant to do this together. We just haven't figured that out yet. Because we have, you know, we used to have kings and queens, and now we have governments and big corporations telling us what to do and and how to live our lives. And they put subliminal messages out there and do everything and put that narrative out there, and we just follow along with it. So it's a, it is a... We are living a big giant matrix that they have created. We, we do it every day. We listen to the news and let them tell us about the gloom and doom and all that stuff. And I haven't watched the news in six years because why would I? But uh, I do get some news off the internet, but regular mainstream news, nothing. I don't pay attention to that bullshit. I don't let anybody tell me anything, you know. And I never apologize to anyone else for me being myself. I never do that because I have to be comfortable being me. And if I say something that's going to offend you, I don't care because I know you'll walk away. and Then I don't have to deal with you ever again. So it's that simple. But yeah, I don't I don't let anyone get the best of me. I, I don't let anyone walk all over me. I don't let them do it. I had a woman come up to me when I was doing readings and she was an Amish lady and she came up and she said, are you communicating with spirit? I said, yes. So you're speaking to spirit? Yes. And then she yelled out in the middle of the mall with all these people around, You're speaking to the devil! And I said, No, I'm not. There's no such thing as the devil. There's no such thing as a Satan. There is a spirit. Uh, he is an archangel. But there is no such place as hell. There's no such place as purgatory. I said, No one goes to heaven right away. When you do go to heaven, you don't see God because no one does. And she just got—she couldn't get word Ed, in edgewise. And I spoke to her just like this in this voice. Because I don't have to get angry over anyone else anger. I just don't. Because I just choose not to. I said, I usually tell them, are you done? Well, yeah. Okay. And then I walk away or just to say nothing. You don't have anything to say? No. Why would I? No. I'm not going to get scooped down to your level. I'm not that kind of person. I just choose not to be. But people choose to do what they do when that happens. They choose to get angry. They choose to get into fights. They do all that stuff because they choose it. I just choose not to. So... I don't, I just walk away. But when I do get to see people around me, I will try to brighten their day. Because why not? Because we all could, but people just don't. And usually when I say something, it turns them around. Maybe just for a moment, but maybe they just needed that moment. So why not? So everyone should try to do that. You could You could wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and tell tell yourself, I'm going to be a good person today. I'm going to do good things today. I'm going to help as many people as I can. And then go out and do it. And try to do it as much as you can. But yeah, stop the judgment. Because you're going through something too. Everyone is. So why would you say something about someone else when your life is a piece of crap too? You're just a good actor. Because a lot of people are just good actors. Or good actresses. They're all going through something. I don't care how much money they have. They're all going through something. So, learn to let it go. Favorite three words. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. And be good to each other. That's all.
1: Hopefully your message resonates with the listeners out there and it helps guide them to the right path. When you're telling someone the truth and they refuse to accept it, that's on them.
0: Yeah, they're not used to hearing what I talk about because no one talks about it. Because they don't tell the truth they they believe they're telling the truth sometimes but most of the time it's just egotistical their own thing but um, no I just tell it like it is and hopefully they do something with it I can only hope
1: well hopefully someone changes their life after hearing this
0: yeah I hope so
1: Daniel if people wanted to find your book or learn more about you where should they go
0: Oh, my book, yeah. Um, if they want to find me and get a reading, because uh, something I said sparked them because they are going through something that I went through as well, uh, they can find me at www.spiritmediumdaniel.com and they can book a reading with me. And they can just book a regular reading or if they have this ability, as soon as I see their name, I'm told. So I usually start that reading with, so you have an ability, huh? And they go, they just look at it. <laughs> So... How'd you how'd you know that? Because if you're talking about a freaking medium, that's how, because I know. Or they they were hoping that I would know, but I always know. Uh, so they can do that. Or if they want to, they do want to read my book, they can find me on Amazon. Just go on Amazon. You put in that search bar, Daniel Jackson, The New Beginning, My Awakening as a Spirit Medium. You just put that in there, and you're going to see that picture that's behind me show up of a man walking into a bright white light. And that says Daniel Jackson, New Beginning, Awakening as a Spirit Medium right there. It's eight dollars for the uh, for the paperback and six dollars and forty six cents for the ebook. And if you do buy the book, please please do a a, uh, a review on the book for me because um, it helps me. And also, if they want to uh, see other interviews with me, uh, I, I have a podcast called Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson, and it is on the all the uh, the big ones, Apple and Stitcher and all that stuff, and uh, Google everything. Uh, and it's also on YouTube as well. And if you go on the YouTube one, you can subscribe to that page. It's Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. And if you go on there and subscribe, please hit the uh, notification bell so so, in, so you can get all the videos. Right now, I think we have about 65 different shows on there. So, yeah, there's plenty of that to watch and to listen to. And uh, hopefully, uh, it's a lot of interviews with other people, but I'm also doing some new segments now where I'm coming on and talking about the untruths, the falsities that are within this. I hate to call it, but it is a business. And I'm talking about that. They can get a show that comes out every two weeks, once every other Monday. Uh, but yeah, I'd love them to uh, go onto the YouTube site and to subscribe on there and then hit the notification and put likes and there. If you want to comment, comment all you want. And I will actually answer the comments as well. Or they can find me on Facebook as well. I have a uh, a group called the Spirit Medium Daniel Group. Now, with that one, if you want to join the group, uh, you can join the group. But I don't allow everyone to come in. And it's not me, so I let Spirit tell me. So when I see when someone joins the group, the first question I ask is, does this person have good intentions? because there are some people who want to come in and just start a bunch of crap because they don't believe in what I do, and they just want to try to trash me. When they do that, I say, does this person have good intentions? And if I get a no, declined, because I don't mess around with it. Even when I have my podcast show, when I have guests come on there, I will put out a information and say, hey, I'm looking for guests, and they send me information about themselves as fear again. Is this a good person for the show? And if they say yes, I have them on. If they say no, I don't have them on. That's how I do my whole entire life. So, But yeah, they can find me on uh, Facebook. at Spirit Medium Daniel Group. They can join that group. And I'm very vocal on that group, too. So if you come in there and ask questions, I will answer it as well as other people. They talk to each other through the group as well. They can pretty much find me everywhere. I don't do TikTok. I don't do Instagram. I just don't do those things because they're just... They're too ridiculous, you know. I'm not. Again, I'm not looking to be famous. I would like to be known for helping people, sure, absolutely. But do I need to express every little feeling that I'm going through every single day? Oh, here I am emptying the trash? No. No, I'm here to help people, to guide them, to give them peace of mind and clarity, but also to give them direction. And showing them that I'm emptying the trash that day is not going to give them that any direction other than Maybe they should empty the trash too. But, uh, you know, because my wife will say to me once in a while, okay, Word of God, time for you to empty the dishwasher. I'm just like you. I am a human being, but I do communicate with archangels and God, and I do run my life by what they want me to do, as well as anyone else out there can do. And I do put messages on that page. And then that's why I do the podcast as well to guide people to do the same thing that I'm doing as well to live a better life, to have a better life, to to be the best version of them that they can be. And that's my goal. That's what I'm trying to do, to to get us to help each other. And and like even with the book, the last chapter of the book is called The Basics. You'll read it. says chapter 12, The Basics. And these are 25 guided messages from, from archangels, from God, how we can implement them into our lives to become the best version of us and then to help us helping others at the same time to implement them into their lives, to become the best version of us so we can all get to that one point where we should be able to take care of each other just because and share everything in this world because there's enough of everything in this world to share. So that's what I'm trying to do. So if they wanted to be a part of that and have conversations with me and let me help them do that, absolutely. But uh, am I going to post videos of me, you know, shoveling snow. Well, I don't do that anymore because I live in Arizona, but no, that's not going to happen. I'm here for positivity. I'm not here for negative bullcrap.
1: I definitely appreciate you being here today. You have a powerful message and I am looking forward to reading your book.
0: Yeah, man. I hope you like it. <laughs> people people say it takes about two or three hours to, to read it, maybe three, four hours. But they say, if you've heard my voice and every time they read it, they, they say in their mind, they can hear my voice telling the story to them. And I hope so, because that's what I wanted. Because that's why I published it myself and didn't go with a regular publisher, because I knew there's some things that I say in this book that no one else is going to say, because they're just too afraid. I'm not afraid of anything, because I let go of fear. But uh, I will talk about things. But uh, they, they hear these things, and they can they know that I'm telling the truth. And so I'm trying to get them to do the same for themselves to try to start telling the truth themselves. But, yeah, they're going to hear some things in this book that they're never going to hear from anywhere else because no one else has the guts to say it because they're just afraid. They go along to get along. I don't. They they think everything is light and love and unicorns are rainbows. It's not. So, yeah.
1: Okay. I encourage everyone to check out Daniel's book on Amazon. Daniel, again, thank you so much for being here with us today.
0: Thank you, and everyone out there, be good and don't do any stupid shit.
1: Okay, that is going to do it for us here today at Among the Shadows. I want to thank everyone for listening as we stepped into the darkness to learn more about the unknown. Until next time, keep searching for the truth. Take care.
0: If you have a paranormal experience and you would like to share, please visit AmongTheShadowsPodcast.com to submit your story. Submissions may be used in later episodes.